Pickaxe. Hey all, I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG where we combine my clinical experience of practicing psychiatry and sprinkle in years of experience as a meditation teacher and sort of focus on spirituality. So on the podcast, we're going to approach very common everyday problems from each of these lenses. And what we really do well is blend science and spirituality to create the most accessible solutions for people for their everyday problems. So check us out at Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. Simon, have you heard about the man that tried to save his neighbour from being attacked by dogs? A very noble thing to do. But it all went wrong. He didn't use, like, a baseball bat, brass knuckles. He didn't use uh, a lasso to tie up the dogs. He didn't use a gun. He used a crossbow to try and shoot the dogs. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's just set this scene. Okay. So... I'm being savaged by my dogs. Yeah. Ah, help! Help, I'm being savaged by dogs! Help! Somebody help! Ah, they're all over me! Bad dog, down! Down! Just give me a minute. They do that thing where they have to like... (laughs) They have to do something like this with a crossbow? First of all, you don't have the crossbow on hand. You have to go into your garage or whatever. No, no, I always carry it with me. Do you? Always. Very practical. Strapped to my back. Really, like a World of Warcraft character. Yeah, yeah. Just unsling the crossbow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, help! Dogs are savaging me. Oh, I'm having a bad time. Please help, neighbour. Don't worry. Just, just stay perfectly still. Because <laughs> I don't want to accidentally shoot you. There's dogs everywhere. Okay. Uh, 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 oh no! Uh, dogs. Uh, uh, <laughs> Twang. Right Fuck. <laughs> I think it went through his leg. Oh, okay, God, that's a relief. Um, still killed him. It killed him? Still killed him. How do you get killed from a crossbow bolt through the leg? So what... Because this is crazy, because... Were the dogs okay? Were the dogs okay, Simon? I think the dogs were fine, actually. I mean, this is, this is a weird one, right? Where did this happen? This was in Massachusetts. Where else would you get shot with a crossbow in the world in 2020? But it also was in Berkshire. Which I guess is a place in Massachusetts. Oh, okay. Sure, 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 sure. Um, so there, were, there was a... Neighbour heard a commotion and the victim, who was a friend, shouting for help just after noon, authorities said. The neighbour made his way into the apartment, returned to his own unit to get the crossbow, which he was licensed to own and used for hunting. And he stood at the bottom of a stairwell and fired up at a dog on the landing... The bolt struck the dog with a glancing blow, went through the door and hit the man in the room where he was trying to barricade himself. Oh, right. Um, There was a young girl that was also in another room that was unharmed. That doesn't seem terribly relevant. Relevant. Um, One of the dogs belonged to the man. The other belonged to his girlfriend. And I'm thinking maybe the dogs were fighting. Yeah, I reckon that was it. And he was trying to separate them. And they teamed up against him. Oh, look. Oh. What happened? The adult male pit bulls were known to fight and were usually kept in separate cages. Oh, dear. They had a history of being aggressive and one had previously attacked a person who required medical attention. 
So um, they've got a history. Dangerous dogs. Oh, and you wanted to know uh, how the dogs ended up. Uh, police officers showed up, uh, shot and killed both of them. So. Oh no, America! A happy story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's tragic. So, that old neighbour... Was he an old man? Is that how you're picturing him? Like a man in his 70s? When I read this the first time, I thought the guy with the crossbow had accidentally killed himself with it. Like oh, he God. accidentally, like, like the bounced, it had bounced off and gone and, like... Oh, Jesus. Something like that. But no. I feel like... I have seen... There was a, like a, there was a video I saw on, on YouTube, and it was a guy with, like, a bow and arrow... He shot it at a target, missed a target, it like hit like like a curb or something, perfectly bounced back and he had to dodge out of the way. <laughs> wow, with like, like the ninja reflexes. Yeah. So would okay, would this story have been better or worse if guns were involved? Do you mean what if the neighbour had had like a gun? Guns were involved, but the police had guns. Well, they yeah, shot the dogs. But, like I know they did. Which would is you rather the tragic. police showed up with crossbows? Yeah. Well, but then they might have killed more people. A crossbow's more dangerous than guns, is that what we're saying? In a house? I in a home situation? I guess the crossbow bolts have that, the penetration that they went through the door. Well, but what would a bullet do? It would bounce off the door. No. Yeah, it would go through the... Yeah, you're right, actually. Well, but it glanced off... It bounced off the dog. What if they had tasers? Right. And they tasered the dogs. Well, they would that make the dogs more angry? The taser has no effect on the pit bull. It just makes him furious. Yeah. And, and then, then he jumps down the stairs at the neighbour. And there's like two dead men. And well, like why two would the, dead policemen. Why would the, the guy behind the door wouldn't be dead? He'd still be alive. Unless the dog that was in the room with him killed him. We don't know. We need more. What a, what a, what a tale. What a tale. What a, what a tale from America. It's I always nice to have like a whimsical animal story. To start with. <laughs> yeah, it's not gone well for these, these fellas or dogs. It went bad for everyone involved, really. I'm surprised it didn't happen in Florida. I guess it does sound quite Floridian. Is that the word? Yeah. I mean, it starts brave. Neighbour uses crossbow to save man from dogs. Yeah. But kills him. You know what would have happened though? If the, if it had succeeded and he killed the dog, the neighbour probably would have like sued him for killing his dog. Yeah, he probably would have been in trouble. But he can't sue him now because he was killed by the neighbour. Yeah. So it all worked out actually. Everything worked out well for the neighbour. I mean he does have the guilt of killing his friend. And but he survived. Indirectly killing the everyone causing else is, two dogs to die. Everyone else in the story's dead. I originally thought that the other thing I thought when I... the sec- So I read that headline the first time and I thought he died. The second time I read the headline, I thought the dogs killed the neighbour. So he like tried to use the crossbow oh. on a dog, but it was ineffective. Right. Because all you're getting is one bolt. And the dog could have been wearing like plate armour or something. Exactly. And it had a lance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, full medieval... Because crossbows, famously, you only get the one shot. And there's two dogs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess one was out. It was the one that was outside that was the problem. The one inside was fine. Was really chill, maybe. You know crossbows. Yeah. Do they have like a bayonet? Did they like have like? 
How did, did people fight with them? Like, what did, did they have a sword as well back in the day? Do you know what I mean? What did people... Crossbow is a big thing, isn't it? It'd be difficult to carry, like, a bunch of other things. Or, or you'd be like, oh, Schwarzenegger and Commando with, like, you know, fucking rocket launcher, machine guns, Uzis. I don't think people went into combat with all that shit, typically. I want to know more. I, would you stick a little spike on the crossbow? Like, how does it work? But how do you poke someone with it? What part do you grab to swing it with? Look, I'm a dog. You've got a crossbow. You're the neighbour. Yeah. So I'm the first neighbour. Oh, I barricaded myself in the bathroom. So you're the neighbour and me. And you're also a dog. I'm now a dog. I'm coming for you with the crossbow. Okay. You've got a crossbow. No, you've got the crossbow. This is so very confusing. <laughs> so you're the neighbour, you're a dog, and you've got a crossbow. I was originally the neighbour. <coughs> Who am I? You're... No, I'm the man. I'm... Am I the police? <laughs> Blam, 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 blam! Take that, sucker! Blam, blam, blam! <laughs> you didn't even, like, say freeze! Just like the real American cops. That oh, my God. Very authentic, Simon. Right, let's move on. Um, before we shit-talk America anymore. I just love the idea of the cop saying, freeze, sucker! <laughs> to a dog, and the dog's like... <laughs> yeah. Put your paws in the air! Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh my god. So that's a nice story, wasn't it? That was lovely. That was lovely, that's lovely adorable. story to get us just, just, it was like a little appetizer. Yeah. That was like the soup at the start of the three course delicious meal. And the next, the main course, I guess, is this story. So Lewis, have you heard about Belarus? Not the country, is it a country? Yeah. But it's a kitten, a, an adorable cross-eyed kitten. That's stealing everyone's hearts. Hopefully not literally. It's hungry, Lewis. <laughs> it's hungry for your hearts. So you ready for this? Just yes. brace yourself. I'm braced. <laughs> oh my god. It looks like um it looks like a man, like a child entertainer at a village fate. Do you know what I mean? That's what it <laughs> is reminds it the bow tie? me of. It is the bow tie. Okay. It's who has dressed that poor cat in a bow tie? It's uh, so wacky. One of my favourite things is all these whiskers up here by this ear. Right. Because didn't really have many whiskers on the other side, but this side, tons of whiskers. Very lopsided, yeah. And it looks, because he's got the hairy ears, it looks like an old man. It doesn't look like a kitten, does it? I mean, kitten, I'm not, I don't think, I think it's just a cat. I think it's a, it's a, a, a it looks old. A little kitty, a little puss Looks puss. wise. A little false How is he stealing everyone's hearts? Oh my God. Belarus was born cross-eyed for just five pounds <laughs> a month. You could, for just five pounds a month. You could buy human hearts to feed him. It's all he, it's what he needs to be able to see straight. It's the only thing he can, he needs to fight. It, I mean, it always worries me, these things. They're like the sign of the devil. Do you know what I mean? They are, they are. Inherently evil. Look at that. See, look how evil he is. So he's not evil. Is he? He's adorable. Belarus has an eye condition. Strabismus. That's lazy eye. Right. So he just has a lazy eye. Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't think he's. But it might be. But maybe that is the same thing as cross-eyed. You're not cross-eyed all the time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's nothing serious, though, and poses no threat to Belarus's health. 
can he does he have any idea where he's going is he basically a blind cat kind of derping around it does worry me that he might just like bump into things a lot um he looks like he's in quite a nice area that's a nice nice sofa does look like a doctor's waiting room or something doesn't it do you know what i mean though like, it's an odd setup it isn't is it? an odd where's you know doesn't i think there's a coffee table right maybe that's where they play risk I'm just guessing. Yes. Belarus's owners will play, play risk. Why is he called Belarus? Belarus is a very active and curious boy. It's like a children's story, isn't it? This is like a little storybook. It is. You turn the page. And is known for being a troublemaker. So there's this video. Are you, are you ready for this? He's a thirsty boy, Lewis. Oh. Oh. For... <laughs> he didn't like that. Well, he had no idea what was going on. He's basically blind, isn't he, the poor cat? He doesn't have any idea what he's doing. You can't just put a full glass of water next to him and not expect him to knock it over. One of Belarus's favourite activities <laughs> is being in the shower, even when the water is on. He's a cat, but he likes water. Surely, surely the definition of being in the shower is when the water is on. If the water wasn't on, it wouldn't be a shower, would it? That would be a... Cubicle. A dry cubicle. A, yeah, like... He's in the dry... Yeah, he, the dryer, that would be a different thing. You don't want a cat get in the dryer. Careful. Oh, no. Very careful. Oh, God. He might wander in thinking it's the sh shower. Look at that, he's cosplaying as Ben. <laughs> the handsome boy was adopted from a shelter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a cartoon. I love him. He used to live at the San Francisco Animal Care and Control. Can you imagine if you, you know, as you as you do when you're, you know, business owners, you get an email that says, "Hello, I'm I'm Jane Smith and I'm your business manager. I was wondering if we could meet up sometime and just have a chat." And then you're like, "Okay, sure." And then you turn up at the bank, and that is your <laughs> your your bank relationship manager. <laughs> oh my God, you're so right. He looks like that. You always get some derpy guy, don't you, at these things? And you're like, Hi, I'm happy, happy to meet you. And you're trying to shake hands with him. Happy, I'm happy to meet you. see <laughs> <laughs> properly And he knocks over a glass of water. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. That's so appropriate. Poor Belarus. Do you like that? You can get merchandise. He found his forever home. There's about 80 more pictures. Um, of the derpiest... He's very photogenic. <laughs> <laughs> what are we watching? It's just a video of him biting. <laughs> adorable. That's how he eats human hearts. Yeah. Well, he's eating mine, for sure. Ah. He stole your heart as well. And consumed it. Raw. Well, that's lovely. There you go. What a cute story that was. That was lovely. See, that 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 that, that shifted it back, the tone back to positive. Flip-flopped. Hey Lewis. Okay. Have you heard about 
the mysterious property that's for sale for only a hundred pounds. Right. But there's a catch. What's the catch? The catch is you can't get into it. Right. Okay, so first of all, let me just guess. So you hear about, first of all, is it like in Detroit or somewhere? No. No, it's in Norwich. Is it like a shed or something? Or no. like a garage extension or like something like that? No. Is it like cut off, like the land? There's, a, there's like, you have to go through someone else's house to get into your house. Yes. It's between two buildings over an alleyway. There's no access to it through either of the buildings, either side. Right, is that it there? Yeah, there's Sorting. no way to get up to it from the alleyway. There's no staircase, there's no ladder. It's just like this walled-in room. A very small room. Is it walled-in? What do you mean it's walled-in? It's mean there's... Well, it's like a little bit of space walls, between walls. There's, there's, there's two walls. It's like, I don't know, like... Three, two or three meters wide. Is it like one of those secret, There's no doors. secret rooms that yeah, they hide people in and stuff? Maybe there's that's things it. There's bodies in there. Maybe there's a body in there. Where they brick up the wall. Maybe. Well, I mean... Someone wanted to get a, a cask of Amontillado sherry. Who owns it at the moment? Sorry. Um, it's been sold by an estate agent, Bill Browns. Okay. <laughs> What? In Is Norwich? It? Yeah, it's here. So it's by this... Riverside. The river... Or canal. The river Nor. No, I don't know what it's called. I don't know what the, the river's called Probably in something like that. Um, does that say metal feather? What? I don't know. Very odd. But it's, this, it's just this, this tiny little sliver. So, so does it not belong to either side currently? No. It's Somehow, just bricked up. Yes. And no one... I guess the thing is, like, if they sold it for £100, whichever side bought it would have to knock through. Yeah. Which would cost a bit of money. I wonder who bought it. And how many metres do you get? How big is it? I don't... Hang on. Hang on. 12 square metres. Okay. It's quite a lot. It's not a lot, really, at all. It's like... It's two metres... It's like here to this end of the room. It's, it's like that much. It's like two metres wide by six metres long. So like 150 grand flat in London, you know. Yeah, probably. Yeah, pretty much. It's fucking basically a, a closet worth of space. But £100 for an extra closet, people might pay that. But I'm, I'm only a shoe... How did you get to it? Could you get like a ladder... Could you like? There's probably all sorts of issues about you not being able to install like a ladder or a set of stairs yeah, in this alleyway. Yeah, you probably can't get like a fire escape. It's very odd, isn't it? Yeah, like what? And also, they don't know what might be in it. There might be something in there. What? Oh, it's a Chinese restaurant next door, and an insurance place. So it's between Tasty China <laughs> and Bridge Insurance. Right. I think it might be something bridge insurance. But... Are you talking to cats? Maybe it's um, be a good place for like if you just knocked a little hole into it, then a cat could like go in there and live in there. Like it could no. have its own room. You yeah. want to just crack the window open and then the bats will move in. <gasps> yeah, a little bat bat home, a bat sanctuary, a bat 
Belf Belfry. Now, where the bats live? A bat. Is there a name? A bat cave. A bat nest. <laughs> no, 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 no. Bat nest. Yeah. I don't know there's even a term for um, the kind of property it is. A flying freehold. A flying freehold. Because it's above a passageway with no structure underneath it. It's just hovering. Why was it sold in the first place? Because I guess someone realised that it didn't belong to like either of the properties on each side. Right. Someone found out that they owned it. Maybe the council owned it or something. Oh, I see. I don't know. Because they probably built the road through it. And they then... It raises a lot of questions. I hope whoever's bought it is going to like reveal the dark secret of what's inside of it. What do you think's inside? Apples. Just mounds of apples. Someone's been storing their apples there. Been thinking that there will be like a disease that will affect apple trees and they're like, I'm quids in one day. It will happen. And like every year they like get a ladder, they open the window, they climb inside, they take out all the mouldy apples because the horrible disease hasn't hit the apple trees. They haven't cashed in this year, but the next year, next year it will happen. And then they load in their stock of apples and they're like, this is it boys, why, this is it. Why are they using this is like gold. Why don't they use just, why don't they get some apple seeds? Just put them in a box. They last for years. No, no, they can't do that. What if a mouse gets in? Well, I mean, it would eat the apples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or a bat. That would eat. Do bats eat apples? Well, we know that cats only eat fruit human bats. hearts. Yeah, that's true. And fruit bats obviously eat apples. Yeah. Are there any fruit bats in England? I don't think so. Norwich? Probably not in Norwich. Maybe there's just one. One lonely fruit bat. I don't think it's a bad idea to like make it into a little nature cave. A little sanctuary. A little nature sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah. Put like some little perches in there. Open it up to the birds. Yeah. Just let nature reclaim it. Yeah, nature can have it back. Yeah, here you go, nature. No one else is You're using welcome. it. You're welcome. Yeah. I reckon we should buy it. 100 pounds, open the window, throw some apples up there. Nature will be reclaiming that place in no time. It'd be full of apple trees. Well, there you go. That's that story. And leading on from this... What Lewis, a story. That was so nice. Weird properties. Have you heard about the giant potato? The big potato? What the fuck? Why did we start with this one? Look at the size of that boy. Look See? at the size of that boy. What is that? Now for my lunch today, I had a pretty big potato. What I thought was a big potato. Australia's big potato. Look at this lad. In Robertson is on the market. It can't be real. What it absolute, cannot be real. What a unit. What an absolute chungus of What's potato. it made of? It's made of potato, Lewis. Well, it can't be made, it can't be. It's got to be made of something else. Um, it can't be real. So it's 10 metres tall. It looks like That's it. a big potato. That's why they call it the big potato. 10 metres tall? Hang on a second, how tall is that bush? Is that it? Is this literally all of the story? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? 
Okay. But we need more information than this. Okay, maybe... Okay, Australia's big potato. Let's... We've got to be able to find something about... Oh, God. Okay, so... So it's a big country. It loves its oversized objects. Australia's home to more than just a couple of big things. This, the big country, as it has been said, has a love of similarly oversized objects. The big potato is only one of a loosely related set of about 130 sculptures and large structures sprinkled across the country. Thanks, Simon. There you go. Most of these, the big potato included, serve as some of this country's top tourist traps. Holy crap. The big potato is for sale, Simon. It's up for sale. It's up up on the market, finally. There's not a whole lot of excitement in the sleepy town of Robertson, New South Wales. So the farmers, bored and restless one day, got together and decided that they should build a giant concrete potato. It looks a bit like a shit, doesn't it? I mean, surely they would now have thought that. Now that you that. say it, does look a bit like a big poo. But actually, it does also look like a potato. It does look like a potato. It's amazing. So it got its own Wikipedia page. Big Australia's big things. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, this is a treasure trove. Oh my god, what have we found? What have we fucking <laughs> Lucky found? us. Okay, here we go. Right. The big acorns, naturally. The big acorns! The big uh, bogong moths. The big bogong moths. Big coins. Big coins, in Deakin. Big galas. Big flaming galas. Big galas. Big galas. The giant mushroom. It's not a big mushroom, it's a giant mushroom. Giant mushroom. Uh, the big owl. <laughs> big pears. <laughs> <laughs> The big pool ball. There's no picture of that. There's no picture sadly. of the big pool ball. But it's new. Yarralumla. Only last year. It's only just opened. They're still opening then. They've got, got the big ant. The big ant. The big apple. I'm not talking about New York City. No, of course not. The there's, other big apple. The second big third. Another big third apple. Big apple. The big avocado. The big avocado. The big axe. <laughs> the big axe. Big Air's rock. Wait a minute. Surely Ayers... It's actually a smaller Ayers Rock. It's a 1 to 40 scale model of Ayers Rock. Uluru. The big banana. Big banana. Sometimes claimed to be the first big thing in Australia. The big banana tourist complex included a banana-themed souvenir shop, tours of the surrounding plantation, and an indoor ski slope. Wow, it's like a whole resort! Oh my god, you could spend a week there happily at the big banana. Why wouldn't you? The big beer can. The big beer can. The big bench. <laughs> Look at all these people on the big bench! Oh. Look how weird it is! It's really awkward to sit on. How weird! It's not even that big! It's just like... It's not massive, is it? It's just like, it's like twice as big. It's like an uncomfortably oversized bench. In the middle of fucking nowhere! Look at where it is! All of these things are in the middle of nowhere. All of them are. Fiona. There are now three full piss bags, and I'm running out of bags to shit and piss in. To shit and piss in. Hey, Lewis! <laughs> Did you hear about the art critic that accidentally destroyed an artwork? Ooh, that sounds very arty. So this artwork... Oh, my God. What was the art? Was it, like, an incredibly fragile wafer-thin sugar wafer that he accidentally dropped in a puddle and it dissolved. 
Okay, the artwork was basically a pane of glass with things balanced on top of it. Sure. <laughs> and the art critic, it was, it was apparently this is worth $20,000, this Good Lord! Artwork. So it had like a, like a football balanced on it and like some other just gubbins. Can you identify any of these objects? Yeah. A, f- a feather. Feather. A bit of... A fake fucking... potato. <laughs> <laughs> Tennis ball. Sure. Some and that stuff. was all a glass pane, was it? Yeah, on a pane of glass. So this what did he do? Critic, did he touch it or something? The art critic, she was so like pissed off at it. She, she was thought, annoyed. Yeah, so she had like like a, a, a tin of pop. It was empty. And she... Like, plonked it down on the thing that the artwork was on top of. It wobbled it. It fell over. Smashed. Shit. So she was kind of like, she was going to leave this piece of rubbish on it as if she was saying, this is rubbish. This thing I'm throwing away may as well be part of the exhibit. This shit happens all the time. Fucking art people make anything out of art and they fucking any shit. Like this one guy duct taped a banana to the wall, didn't he? Yeah, and another guy came along and ate it. Yeah, and they put a new banana in and it was still there. I mean, and then it's it's art. It's everything's a piece of crap art. Any art, that's now art. That, she's probably made it more valuable. Do you know what I mean? I think you're right, actually. Because that's right. got more of a story, I think. All you need is a little bit of a story, a little bit of a spin on it, and it'll be art. Okay, what have we got here that you would say is, is a piece of art? Right. We've got, we got a potted plant. We've got my orange juice. We've got my mints. We've got the keyboard. This rusty bit of bolt hole. I wouldn't... I probably wouldn't try and pull out any bits of metal. How about this? There's a bit of, like, tape stuck to the floor. It's probably there for a reason, Lewis. Oh, I can't get it off. What about this bit? Hang on. What about this bit of tape? Oh shit! Oh, fuck. Did you just knock over your drink? Oh, I did. You yeah. just spilt drink. <laughs> that is it. That's the artwork. That's the quick. I'll take a picture of it. Quickly, take a picture of that spilled bit of drink. Take a picture of it. Yeah. This is it. There we go. Oh my god. Oh, it's disgusting. It's beautiful. And it's only temporary. It's constantly evolving. It's ephemeral. Yeah. That's oh. the word you use. You yeah. Don't, you don't say temporary, you say it's ephemeral. <laughs> it represents... It's evolving. It represents how precious life is. How it's here one minute and gone the next. It's spreading as like well. It's, it's already changing before our eyes. And if we leave it here, we we'll continue to get worse. Bit. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm like the art critic. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, you've ruined it now. Well, I've made it better. No, it's ruined now. I've ruined you it. You owe me $20,000. What? That's how much this was valued at. In By my who? Mind. Well, who valued this? God damn it. A piece it. of glass with some shit on it. Fuck off. You should be an art critic. Well, maybe I am. I can't believe the whole thing was about a tin of pop that knocked over something and then you knock over well, a tin of pop. I forgot I put that there. Oh my I god. I thought there's no way I'm gonna knock that over. I'm not gonna be getting out of my seat for any reason in this podcast. It smells lovely though. I can smell like the cucumber of it. It's nice, isn't it? Cucumber in just cucumber just in water. It reminds me a little bit of like the pims. Yeah. But without the gin. Yeah. It's nice a nice non alcoholic. You don't have gin to it, do you? Pimps. How do you How do you think I'll get through the night, Simon? Alright, what's what's next on the news? I can't okay. take any more of this. Hopefully not more. Me criticising lovely, talented individuals who make beautifully artistically rendered scenes that are ev- evocative 
of great feeling. So this is, I guess it's similar. It's about uh, like a, a statue, right? So how I describe it, right? Lewis, have you heard about the dumb idiot father that buys a 1,000 pound, 19 foot tall dinosaur statue for his four year old son? Okay, so people sometimes do order expensive stuff for their kids, right? Yeah. Like a le- like Lego. If you're not careful, what? you can spend a thousand pound on Lego easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you can accidentally order it twice. Shit. Shh. Don't, that didn't happen you in still the office. Still owe me for that. Um, <laughs> and so this dad ordered his son a dinosaur. Yeah. But... So the perils of on- online shopping, Lewis, you know what it's like? You see, like, a statue of something, you're like, oh, that'd be lovely for my son. You click, buy it now. Turns out it wasn't, like, a little statue worth a thousand pounds, but it was a giant 19-foot-tall one. The That's fact that it great cost him... value. It cost him a thousand quid. Look at the size of it. It's fucking massive. They had to deliver it by crane. <laughs> How much did that cost? That's, I guess not, it was that's not one of the standard shipping options, is it? Crane. I guess it was included. You know, we see like special delivery one or two days, like, you know, DHL, three to four <laughs> weeks and it'll be damaged. Yeah. You know, but, but, but Crane? God, how often do you get an order by Crane? But he, he first knew that something was up when he got a message from the delivery company saying it can't fit in our truck. Right. So to put it on the back of like, uh, like a flatbread. flatbread. Delicious. <laughs> you put a layer of hummus. Yeah. And then on top of it, like a giant falafel, they put the <laughs> Flatbed. I meant to say flatbed. I know right. you did, yeah. Okay. Is this like when you order, you know, four onions on a cardo <laughs> and it comes like four boxes of onions? I think it's like, it's like when I go to like the sandwich shop and I say, uh, can I have a flatbed? <laughs> and they're like, a flatbed? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And then the fucking truck comes out, and I'm like, oh, what an I did idiot it again. I've been. I did it again. I still eat it. Still eat, I still eat it. I don't want to go to waste. What? Look at that. That fits in a truck. It's crazy. Well, his head doesn't. His head's sticking out. Well, I mean, you wouldn't get an email saying, we put it in the truck, the head's sticking out. It doesn't fit in the truck, but we're still going to deliver it with the head. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not that complicated. I mean, technically, sure, it doesn't fit in the truck. But why do they not? Where, who? Where did this come from? So there's a story here, right? So some Theo, who's four years old, he wanted a dinosaur because he watched the Disney classic Dinosaur. Have you ever seen the Disney film Dinosaur? No. Is that the last dinosaur? That's one, isn't it? Maybe. I don't know about dinosaur. But he was like, I want the biggest carnotaur you've ever seen. Carnosaur. No, Carnotaur. Carnotaur. Um, I didn't even know that was a Carnosaur dinosaur. Carnosaur is a Roger Corman movie. <laughs> <laughs> Simon's weird <laughs> movie. We cut these bits out of the thing. It's fine. They lived in South America around 70 million years ago, and they're around 20 feet long. The family? So this is like a, li- no, this is like a life-size Carnotaur called Chaz for some reason. Who made it? Who called it Chaz? Where did it come from? Who sold it for a thousand pounds? I just had a dinosaur. I want to get rid of it. What? 
I searched and searched for the one that he saw, but I couldn't find it. Then his mum sent me a link on Facebook about Tamba Park in Jersey selling all their equipment, which included their dinosaurs. Okay. I checked the website straight away, and to my absolute amazement, they had a Carnotaur listed for £1,000. I just had to get this for Theo. He said with only a small photo to go off, he had to guess the dinosaur's size. <laughs> the issue was, as this was being sold off online, there was only a thumbnail image to try and gauge the size. No details whatsoever and no one to ask. I didn't care, really. I knew he would be big. I estimated three metres long. Yeah. Like you could imagine it being like quite big. £1,000. That's what you'd get normally. But he got this fucking mega thing. Oh, what a cool thing. I can't. It's... Thankfully, he was well... He knew what he was getting What did that say? Scroll up. Thankfully, he was well strapped in. Scroll up. Although when he was being lowered in, a gust of wind started spinning him in the air. His tail missed my dormer window by less than an inch. I don't know what a dormer window is. Where is this? In America? It's in uh, Guernsey. What, the fucking Channel Islands? Yeah. Where Sips lives? Well, uh, an island over. Where did they... They shut down the park, the dinosaur park in Jersey? How did they get it from one one island to the other? Crane, it said. They can't... How long's the fucking arm of the crane? They're quite close together. They're not that fucking close. Delivery was made even more difficult when Chaz soaked up the rain from a downpour in Jersey, making him weigh two tons. <laughs> I know how he feels. What's he made? He soaked up the rain. What's he made of? Sponge? Theo didn't want to go to school as he didn't want to leave him. He thought he'd be home alone. He wanted to take him on the yellow crane. He said he was hungry, so he cooked fish fingers and fed him. <laughs> What a, good, what a good boy. What a good lad. Theo and Chaz are best buds. He's got a pet dinosaur. This is a lovely story. And there he is in the garden. Oh, he looks great. That oh, he kid looks is fucking spoiled am- rotten. And what I hope a he lucky realizes. boy. I hope he realises. Is he still wearing his, like, fucking packing stuff? What is that? He's wearing, like, a collar. It's He's like got to have a metal- chain. He's got to have a chain around his neck. You don't want him running loose around fucking Guernsey. Right, I see. Or else he'd be eating kids for dinner. He will. Those Although, fish fingers aren't enough. Well, not just fish fingers. He's been eating um, pizza as well. Has he? What? A... Eating pizza and fish fingers. Oh, my God. Is he just going to be filled up? Like, his whole body's, like, hollow. It's just filled up with, like, junk food. Oh, my God. Just rotting junk food. Oh. Isn't he lovely, though? He's lovely. He's well, well worth more than a £1,000. I would say that was a, de- that was a that was fucking a deal. That was a deal of the century, dude. Well done, Dad. Do you reckon it's because it was like, it was quite an unusual name, the Carnotaur. And so when he Googled it up, no one else was looking for Carnotaurs. No one thought that was even a dinosaur. Maybe it isn't. Yeah. Well, it was was Theo's mum that that found the link. Uh, Maybe, you know, I don't know if her and, and and Theo's father's getting on well, but maybe she was trying to trick the dad. She was like... Oh, this is a carnotaur, but it's like 19 feet tall. <laughs> you suggesting she trolled him? Buy this for our son, or he won't love you anymore. Look at him. 
majestic. He is majestic. That is the word. So do you reckon that's the actual size they were? Is that one-to-one scale? Do you reckon the carnitals were that big? Yeah, pretty much. Surely if he knew how big a carnital was, he could have told how big it was. Maybe he didn't know. Maybe he didn't know. Maybe he should have asked his son. Yeah, the expert, the dinosaur expert. How big is the carnitaur? You can't be that much of an expert because he thinks that carnitores eat fish fingers and pizza. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Whereas actually they eat little boys. They do, they eat Theos. So they better watch out. Better watch out for you. Keep him on that, that metal chain. Yeah, that looks like it'll keep him. <laughs> that looks very secure. Well, I, I love the, the, the look on his face. Oh, this is just, this is just a I love, I love, he looks like he's got a spiky haircut. Do you know what I mean? Because of the palm tree. It looks behind. like he's wearing like an eighties spiky wig. Do you know what I mean? It's like the look on his face. He looks just like <laughs> all it takes is like one one moment you turn away and leave your son unattended. And scoff him up. I like it. Well lad. Yeah. That's not real grass. Is it? That's AstroTurf. How do you know? That's not real, is it? Look at that. It's not a real dinosaur either. What? Uh, <laughs> let's fucking move on. Hey, Lewis, I know that you've heard about the barrel man, the man on the pole. We've done him in a barrel. In a previous peculiar portions, yeah. There's you, been an update. You, you know about him. We're a bit slow on the update. Sorry, guys. This probably happened months ago, but what? He's back, back on Earth. What a relief. He broke his previous record um, and is now the world record, the Guinness World Record of being on a ba- in a barrel on the top of a pole is 78 days. Good Lord. Um, so he was, it was an 82-foot pole that he was on the top of in Dolström and he'd beaten his previous record that he held and he was like, I'm done. I've had enough of this. We spent a long time talking about Barrel Man before. I just want to, like, use a proper toilet, have a bath. Is this what he said? Well, I'm guessing this is no, what No, I want to <laughs> hear, hear what he actually said. There's, like, nothing. There's barely anything about There's it. There's no news coverage. So his previous record was 67 days. So he beat it by 11 days. We should get him on the show. This show. We should get him. We can fly him in. Let's fly him over here. From Dolstrom. And we should do an interview. We should just have him here. There's a spare bit like this. Can we have We're him We're not using us? this whole area. Oh my God. Let's not put him on the sofa. Let's put him in a barrel. Oh my God. Yeah, let's get a that's barrel for him. Likes. I don't know if he likes it. That's his thing. We don't want likes. him to get all horny. Oh. What if, but it's okay if we do. Mm. What? <laughs> Sorry, I misread the situation entirely. Yeah. My apologies. So he's back. He's Good. back. I'm glad. That's about it. That's all it is. Uh, they had to get a helicopter to get him down because that's how they got him up. Um, he probably wanted to come down after like, you know, 75 days, but the helicopter wasn't available until like the next Tuesday. So. I don't think they cared, did they, really, about him this time? He didn't get the publicity he wanted. I it guess wasn't not. A big news story. I mean, the Bell only people Man. that have covered him is us. I think. 
And his wife's complained about it a few times. She was she she wanted nothing to do with this. She does, wants to have n- no involvement. She never visited him. His agent though, because when you're in prison, didn't also want to have anything to. What do you mean when you're in prison? When you're in prison, you get conj- conjugal, con- conjurous con- visits. A wizard comes. <laughs> you get <laughs> pulls a rabbit out of a hat. You get con- conjugal conjugal visits. Right. Okay. Do you, does it the same when you're in a barrel on top of a pole? Does his wife come up and, you know, they... It's not a hole. A bit. There's a hole in the barrel. It fucking wobbles. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> oh, no. Don't come knocking when this barrel's... Rocking. Rocking. Yeah. Yeah. She climbed up his pole. It was difficult because it was greased. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 60 foot long. Yeah. <laughs> Suspended in, in, 82, in the air. 82 feet. 82 feet in 82 the air. 82 feet. Um, so, yeah. There's a video. There's a little video of him. Did we watch this before? I mean, I think we might have watched this before. There he is. There he is. Fucking crazy old fucker. Barrel man. Oh, it's Is that horrible. a toothbrush there? He's got in that little... Probably... Yeah, so you've got to keep, keep oh, that, God. think about your dental hygiene. I don't I don't like heights. I would hate to be up there in a barrel. What happens when it rains? Does he put the lid on? How <laughs> <laughs> does it work? We never asked that question before. Wouldn't it be sad if, like... I don't think <gasps> we should delve more deeply into this madness. I'm just thinking it'd be sad that if it rained one night and no one was paying attention and he drowned in his barrel... <gasps> Oh my! Yeah, he's probably bails himself out. I but he's only he's, got like a little cup. Do you know what I reckon? I, I reckon he's got like a bit of cling film that you can just put over the top or whatever. He'd suffocate in the night. And he's got a hole from the side of it. Remember where he, he just un- puts, takes the cork out of the side. Oh yeah, and the pee and the poo comes out. Yeah, the pee yeah. hole. And that's the conjugal hole as well. Oh. I wonder what they're talking about. Oh, we think it's lovely. This is the best thing that's ever happened in Dolstrom. <laughs> oh, he's such a dreamboat. He's put Dolstrom on the map. Me and him exchange letters. Oh. I send him letters and he sends them back down again. His wife don't like it, though. Cow. <laughs> oh, my God. If he were my husband, I'd support him real good. I made him a pie and sent it up to him in his pulley thing. The only thing supporting him is that 82-foot pole, Lewis. What a metaphor for life. <laughs> <laughs> Just like all of us, mate. Just, Just like, like all, all of us. us. Oh, Barrel Man. I'm glad we got an update on Barrel yeah. Man. Yeah. I was worried about him. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> I really don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, we man. should get Barrel Man on the show. Oh, we have to have our first guest. Let's not do that. That'd be real weird. Yeah. What year is this? An MP3 player? A Zune. <laughs> A Zune. A Zune. <laughs> A Zune. That's all. Honestly, like, when was the last time you saw an MP3? What do you mean, see an MP3? It's a digital file format, and you can't see it. Yeah, but when, when did you... Unless I'm in the Matrix, then it's a series of ones and zeros, Lewis. <laughs> I'm not going to see an MP3, am I? Lewis. 
have you heard about sugar ants? They don't like sugar anymore. Well, They've gone off sugar. They've had too much sugar. They're like, would you like well, some sugar? Well, it's the hip new no thing. Thanks. No one wants sugar, right? Yeah, they're trying sugar to Sugar is down. like the new poison. Sugar's very bad for the health. So instead of sugar, they're drinking pee. I beg your pardon? They're drinking pee. Piss? Human and kangaroo pee. What? What do you mean? Sorry, what do you mean? So there was research done in the University of South Australia, in Australia, where the kangaroos live. Presumably that's why they used kangaroo pee in the experiments. Um, and it turns out that sugar ants consuming urine may help reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Okay, well that's like an additional Somehow. step. First of all, sugar ants. Yeah. You imagine you had like a box of sugar ants here yeah. and you gave them like Coke. And then you had a box of sugar ants Not here. Not cocaine. No, Coca-Cola. Like Coca-Cola. sugary Coke. Right. And on the other hand, kangaroo piss. What about... They prefer I was thought piss. you could. I thought you were going to offer them Coke or Pepsi. <laughs> and they prefer the Pepsi. Coke, Pepsi or piss. that they like piss. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So no. they're drinking piss. Sugar ants? But don't they like sugar? Isn't that the point? I mean, I assume that's the point. Maybe that's nothing to do with their name. They get something out of pee, the urea that's in urine, that gives urine its name, or so, the other way around. And because they consume... Are we saying... They reduce... Okay, so urine... I'm really struggling. When urine decomposes, it re releases ammonia. Okay. And ammonia turns into nitrous oxide which is a very bad greenhouse gas. It's 300 times worse than carbon dioxide. Sure, 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 sure. So if sugar ants consume urine, that nitrous oxide isn't released. Sure, 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 sure. So sure. they will sure. save the world. Sure, so it's like a catalytic converter for cows. Yeah. They thought about installing these on cows anyway, like a fart box on the back of a cow that would collect up all the cow farts. <laughs> a fart box? Well, like, I don't know, like a fart tube or something. Or bag. Well, cows are already basically fucking robots anyway, right? They're, like, rigged up to the machine. They have, like, a tube going into their stomach. Just a reminder, Lewis is vegan. They have, like, a, like tubes going into their udders. They have, like, tubes feeding them. They're, like, cyborgs. They're basically cyborgs anyway. Cowboys. And we put, like, an, a, a, a fart catalytic converter on the back anyway. Right. People are thinking about installing these on cows because it's the farts that are the problems. Okay, But yeah. no one's thought about the piss. You know, what we're we doing about all that... I don't, first of all, I didn't really think that, that piss was a problem, but I assume what Turns we out, do now is we can have all those cows piss into yeah. a load of ants. Yeah. And the ants love it. They love getting pissed on. It's like the cows are Russian night workers. <laughs> the, sh the sugar ant is Donald Trump. Right. And it's... It, it's... Just chowing down on yeah. that. Yeah. It loves it. Recycling. Yes. So do we need to drink our own piss? Is that what this is saying? If or get ants to. I don't I'm not sure what happens when a human consumes pee. Because I'm just thinking, I do a lot of recycling. You know, yeah. I put like my plastics in the plastic box. Yeah. Cardboard's in the cardboard box. Yeah. Where's your glass go? In the glass bin. The glass bin. 
then the, the, then you also have a food like a, a food one. Yeah. Where it's like any old compost, yeah. compost food goes in the food bin, and then there could be a piss tank, a piss tank or a piss bottle. You piss into a bottle and give it to the ants. Many of our viewers may already do this. <laughs> Just keep on keep a hold of those bottles. Don't throw them down the drain. You're That's doing bad. the right thing. Saving Bottling the it up is good. And then we can give it to ants. Yeah. And they'll just eat it. Because we need more ants. It'll probably turn out that instead of actually using ants, they'll use like some enzyme or something that what they create. What do eat ants? <laughs> Are we saving some okay. animals though? Like, is this going to so make more ants What you're asking me is, Are what animal eat eats ants when there is an animal called the ant? Well, no, but what else eats ants? The correct answer is aardvark. Presumably. No, but I think, like, I don't know if aardvarks or anties eat ants. I know what it about... sounds like they should, but I don't think they do. I think they eat fruit or something. What about geckos? <laughs> I didn't. Don't quote me on this. I'm pretty sure, like, isn't it one of those things that doesn't actually do what it says on the on the name? The name's wrong. I don't think anties are eating ants. I think they're, they're happy with a banana. Anties, turns out all they eat is ass. But... <laughs> Should be called assy. But some animals do eat ants, like some birds, I'm that sure. Big long wet nose. Just <laughs> some birds are eating shitloads of ants. Okay. And I like saving birds and things and animals and cats. So what you're saying is things. the worry is that the birds will eat the ants that are drinking the piss. So we need more cats to eat the birds that will stop the birds from eating the ants from drinking the piss. If everyone's gonna be drinking piss and there's gonna be loads more ants drinking piss. We need to make sure we deal with the ants. Is all Isn't saying. the problem? I don't want to get ants everywhere. Not, the source of the problem is the piss, though. <laughs> We've got too much piss to deal with. No, we just get more Can't ants. Can't we just cut off the piss? We get loads of ants. Ants are easy. But the more ants we have, the more cats we need to deal with the birds. Cool. They're eating the ants and drinking the piss. <laughs> I'm just saying, we can save the planet if we work out. The ant situation, okay? Okay. We need to balance the numbers of ants, the amount of piss, the number of cats, cats birds. There's a very ears. delicate balance. We can find it. And this is what these scientists are doing, I assume. Come on, Dr. Simon Clark. It's up to you to figure this out.